that, that I'm a child of God, that means something. That means you're royalty. Y'all can be seated. Thank you so much. Amen. Let's give a give a shout out to our praise team there. Awesome. I love my church, and uh, and I did miss y'all a little bit. Hey, give me a give me a clean card. If somebody's always scribbling on, I want a, I want a fresh card, man. That kids haven't been scribbling on. Hey, Amen. Do you know what your children are doing in church? Hallelujah. Um, speaking of March Madness, let me give a shout out to, uh, we got some state champions in the house. Y'all don't even know what you're clapping for, do you? But we got uh, the Pope family. See, we got the Pope. Man, not every, not every church can say, we, I think we're the only church in Fort Wayne who said we got the, we have the Pope. But the Pope family, uh, I want you to, well, let me just, let me give uh, Cammie a shout out. Just stand up, Cammie. She's a cheerleader for the state champion, Blackhawk Braves. Praise God. All right. And just keep standing. Keep standing. I was at a, uh, reminds me when I was in Las Vegas. And uh, I went to, I went to a comedy show. And the comedy show is a, a guy named George Wallace. And uh, he found out that I was a, uh, don't let her stand by herself. It was just like Chandler and Caleb. Y'all stand. Because they go, they go to Blackhawk too. Amen. So uh, he found out I was a preacher. I, I didn't want nobody to know because I heard that they'll call him out. So, man, they found out I was a preacher. He said, any preacher, because I, 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 I should have not have told the people in back of me and so when he said, any preachers here? And they were like pointing at me. Like, <laughs> so I stood up, and he started going through some, some jokes. They were nice. They were fun and clean, and, and it wasn't disrespectful or, or condescending at all. It was all good. Thing. It was, and uh, I was about to sit down, and he said, no, nope, you keep standing. I'm going to do you like y'all do us. <laughs> Just keep standing. <laughs> he wouldn't let me sit down. Amen. But uh, just want to honor them. Y'all can be seated. Amen. Blackhawk. I remember back in the day with uh, my friend Kelly Bird going to see his son play Russell, and they would, uh, they didn't quite make it. But this team went over the top because they got a, an anointed cheerleader, Cammy, and that's <laughs> because she knows who she is. Amen. And that, that anointing just spilled over to the team. <laughs> Amen. You know, I believe that. I believe they won across a cami. And they thought it was their hard work. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, speaking of the popes, I don't know if Pastor Julius said it right last week, but this gospel sketch note is off the chain. And I want to invite everybody, and I want y'all to do me a big favor. Those, those of y'all who, who um, anybody ever heard of the internet? <laughs> okay, I'm going to be on the internet tomorrow. Tomorrow evening, uh, actually, I'm going to be hosting a, uh, a premiere and it's going to be uh, Don and I. Um, we are on now. We were on before. Some of you, caught, anybody catch Don and I on the on the Summit Church page? Well, we're, we're going to be on a different page this time. No, we were on that page last time. But anyway, on the Al Jennings page, um, check it out. I just shared it to the Summit Church community. If you're not a part of the Summit Church community, um, you and you want to be a part of this elite group. It's a members-only group. Who's a member of Summit Church? Anybody who says that they, that they attend. We just asked one question to get in the group. Are you a member? We had somebody over in Africa, I think, said they were a member. 
Uh, that's okay. If they watch online, that's cool. Okay, she said she was, but I got to gotta verify it. <laughs> Amen. So anyway, um, so, so we got that going on. Uh, tomorrow at 7 o'clock, we're going to re-air it, but I cut out all the, you know, Dawn and I, we, 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 we talked a little foolishness on there uh, because she, she, she cost me some time because she wouldn't <laughs> answer my question. Um, so I cut out a lot of, a lot of extra stuff that we, we were doing. So, um, so I cut it down, and it's, it's less than 30 minutes. So um, be on time and invite somebody. Because this is a whole worth, year's worth of my messages, and I complimented her about just how, see how she did, did this by hand. Huh? I mean, she drew it with her, you know, iPad, pencil, whatever. But just to draw this and, and have the lines so clean and stuff like that, man, Mikey should be proud. Uh, you're, man, listen, man, who, it touches my heart, too, to, like, who does this? Will sit there during my messages and like just sketch stuff and just and she she didn't do it for you at first she's doing it for herself and she approached me said hey you know what what how about we we uh, what do you think about making this available to everybody I mean I'm doing it anyway but just think about that the, the look here the veil removed man this is just um, you can get a snapshot of my messages and so. Um, help me to get this book out right now. It's like $6 off of it for a limited time. And um, actually, on the Summit page, I'm pleased to announce, you can actually get this now on the Summit page. We're going to eventually put all our products on the Summit page right now. It's just one. <laughs> you can get this one in one book. So I say, well, where's the other books at? I just got one book. You can go, you can, you can get this one. Everybody say one book. One book. Amen. So, um, and this, this helps us to get the word out to more people. Help us to produce more books. All right? And so I already got an idea, Don, for our next book. So you want to go back over this message, because I thought, let's get a, 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 a gospel grace snapshot of the key points of grace. We use some of these same images. We're going to make a shorter book for somebody to grasp the gospel of grace at a glance. So that's what I want to teach on today. Grace at a glance. We need your help, y'all. We need your help. We need more people involved. It's the grace of God that we can do what we do with limited human resources. We need y'all's help and get in where you can fit in. It just got real quiet right now. This is not, it's not a, a funeral. We need live bodies. Man, our media team. Everybody say, Thank you, Lord, for Steve. Thank you, Lord, for Steve. You don't know how much that man does. That man, every week, faithfully, quietly, just gets it done. None complain. But we can just give him a little help. Everybody say, a little help. A little help. Amen. It, it'll be a blessing. And guess what? I'm not going to have to struggle with announcements anymore. We got... I'm not even going to tell you who it is, but we got, we got three people right now that's going to do some announcements on video. And man, I know y'all going to miss me doing the announcements. <laughs> Try not to cry. <laughs> All right. It's 11 o'clock. So let's, write, get, get, let's get into the work. Grace at a glance, y'all. What I'm going to do, and I, I asked this question um, yesterday, I did, I thought I would do, I got inspired by Canaan. Canaan, I did, I did what you did. I did, um, like, you know how you have people watch you draw? 
I had everybody watch me study. I might have just been talking to myself because it was pretty, pretty boring. But I, I let you behind the scenes and, and showed you how I put together this whole message today. So if you want to go back and look at it and you have nothing going on in your life, then you can um, go and watch. <laughs> Amen. So, uh, all right. Let me get to. Uh, so I asked this question. Nobody answered because maybe everybody, nobody was on when I asked. But how many thought that I can get through these uh, 18, 19, 20 points? I don't know how many I have. If I could finish it today. So I'll just give, put a poll out. I should have put this on the app. Do you think I can finish these 20 points? I like a challenge. Maybe this will help me finish. Anybody think I can finish them today? Who says yes? Who has confidence in it? Who says no? Let me look at you. Some of you don't want to commit. But I'm only gonna I'm only gonna highlight or I'll, I'll talk about whatever hops out. All right. Some of these uh, I'm gonna just hit it and quit. But I want to give you grace at a glance. This would be good to share with people who you want to, to get a hold of the finished work of Jesus, what Jesus did for us on the cross, his unconditional love and grace. Um, I tell you what, the cross took care of everything. And most Christians live as though Jesus never went to the cross. But the cross means something. And this, is, this would be excellent for you to share with others, all right? And, and, and so it, this is going to um, give you, I'm going to give you the, the, the key concepts of the gospel. The key concepts of grace. I call it grace at a glance. I just got this idea this week. And if you're taking notes, uh, I have some fill in the blanks to keep you awake on the app. So on our, get this Summit app, Summit Church Indiana. And um, y'all, let's watch, watch it online. Um, you can grab a hold of it. Um, Grace at a glance. On our app, we have Sunday morning icon. You hit that, and you can get right to the notes. It's like message notes, and there's some fill in the blanks. And you know you can email these to yourself? When you fill in the blank, you can email it to yourself. And if you want to go to the next level, just doodle the notes like, like Don. However you can get it, just go ahead and get it. Okay, are you ready? We're going to hit the ground running. Grace at a glance. All right, let's go. Grace, first point. Grace is not, y'all help me. I don't have this, these numbered, but this will keep you awake. Help me number them. This is number what? All right, grace is not a topic. It's the gospel. Now, if I read all these scriptures, I could teach all year on this, but I'm just going to go. Grace is not a topic. It's the gospel. See, some people think that grace is a, it's a message. Grace is not a, it's not a message, really. I mean, it's all right to call it the grace message, but it's, it is the gospel. Paul said, I marvel that you are turning away so soon from him who called you to the what? Grace of Christ to a different gospel which is not another. So the gospel of, of grace can't be another gospel because he's just warning you from turning away to go to a different gospel. Some people think this is a different gospel. It's not. It's the gospel of Christ. He said, some, some people want to trouble you and pervert the what? The gospel of Christ. It, that can't be different because he warned them against a different one. So it's the same as what? The gospel of Christ. The, or the grace of Christ, the gospel of Christ. Two ways of saying the same thing. Two, grace is a person. His name is Jesus. The law was given through Moses. The law was given through a servant. But God sent his son. 
It came through a man who delivered the, the, the law to the people. Grace came down. It's personal. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. The law came through Moses. The grace of God that brings salvation, Titus 2, has what? Appeared. What do you mean grace appeared? Because grace, Jesus is grace personified. Number what? Y'all paying attention. The finished work. John 19.30. On the cross, Jesus finished the work. He finished your salvation, your healing, your prosperity, your victory. He made you victorious on the cross. He said, it is finished. He didn't say it started. He said, it's finished. Thank you, Lord. This goes right along with it. Number what? Forgiveness. All our sins were forgiven on the cross, past, present, and future. All your, unless you're over 2,000 years old, all your sins were future on the cross. The definition of forever is forever. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down. Why did he sit down? Why, why did he sit down? The work was finished. Thank you, Jesus. See, when he went, when he on the cross said, it is finished, because he knew his death, he's about to die, and because he died, he was going to be raised. Thank you, Jesus. Thank God for forgiveness. Now, I've got this statement in your notes. God is not soft on sin. See, pe people think, well, people talk about grace. You're acting like, you know, that, that sin don't matter. That God doesn't punish you for your sin. He doesn't punish you. He already punished Jesus. God is not soft on sin. As a righteous God, he hates sin and has to punish every single sin. And on the cross, he finished it. Watch this. He has to punish every single sin. He did this in the body of his son. We are forgiven because another was punished. God gave us everything, his son. He became sin that we might become the righteousness of God. All God requires is believing or faith in the sacrifice. Not in our ability to meet the conditions. Jesus met the conditions. In the Old Testament, the lamb was inspected. When the people brought a sin offering, they didn't inspect the person. They inspected the lamb. The lamb had to be perfect. Those were pictures of Jesus. They didn't, they didn't look at the person and say, let me make sure you really repented. No, they, did, they examined that lamb. And if the lamb was accepted, the person was accepted. When you sin today, thank you, Jesus. He's not looking at you. He looks at the lamb. And you're forgiven. Now, some people think, when, well, if you tell people that, people are going to set, set world records of sin. They're just going to sin like crazy. We'll get to that later. Let's hold that thought. I'm not thinking about sinning right now. He that's forgiven much, love much.
oh, you people are going to sin like crazy. I, I heard a preacher recently talk about how he was, he went to jail in time past through uh, reckless driving, way past the speed limit. But then later on, he got an opportunity to go to the test tracks uh, in Indianapolis. I think where they, they run and do the 500 at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And they allowed uh, people to get in these cars. He was invited to be a part of it. And they told him there are no rules, no limits. Drive as fast as you want. Now, before he got thrown into jail for reckless, li reckless driving. But now he got in the car and <coughs> people were clocking 170 miles an hour around that track. Go as fast as you want. He got in that car. He may have got to, he got to about 125. All of a sudden, he started thinking about safety. I don't know why people think with the Holy Spirit living on the inside of us. See, all things are lawful, but all things are not expedient. I can sin all I want, and I, God will, God's already forgiven me. But why do I? I don't want to because that's not my nature. There are consequences to sin, but it's not God punishing you. Jesus was already punished for your sins. There, there are natural consequences, but it's not God. You understand that? All of a sudden, isn't that funny? He's concerned about his safety when he had no rules. You have a whole, the Holy Spirit on the inside of you to lead you and guide you. He's not going to lead you into sin, but we all will sin. But thank God, now when you know you're forgiven, you're not trying to hide from God as though, like you could anyway. You just, um, you just say, Lord, I just thank you that I'm still the righteousness of God in Christ. Which brings me to this next one, number five, righteousness. Through the gospel, Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. It's the power of God to salvation for everyone who what? Who believes. Salvation is all-inclusive. It means deliverance, preservation, healing, safety, and soundness. So, through the, the, so it's through believing the gospel releases the power of God, for example, for your healing, for your prosperity, for everyone who believes. For in it, everybody say in it. Yeah. In what? In the gospel which we understand the gospel of Christ is the gospel of grace. And grace, by the way, is God's unearned, unmerited, undeserved favor. It's not favor. It's undeserved favor. Unmerited favor. Glory be to God. If you get a hold of this, this will change your life. It's right believing that will produce right living. What do you believe? What You believe that you are righteous because of what Jesus did. In the gospel, righteousness is revealed. And when you believe, when you get a revelation of righteousness, everything changes. The power of God is released in your life when you believe that you're righteous because of Jesus, not because of what you do. God's love for us. Number, no, that's number seven. Yeah, you got it. I'm just testing you. God's love for us. Man, here's a biggie. Man, I used to teach so, so many years about Loving God, loving God, loving God, loving God. Your love walk, love for people. But you know what? 
Herein is love. Not that we love God. It's not about your love for God. It's about his love for you. Now my focus is understanding how much he loves me. We're more than conquerors through him who loved us. Faith, your faith will go through the roof when you understand God's love for you. Because faith works by love, understanding how much he loves you. Are you ready for this? This is something I wanted, I couldn't wait to say. You know what? I didn't put this in my notes. Did I put it up here? Yep. <laughs> here we go. The Passion Translation. You live full. This is, this is the prayer that Jesus prayed for us. This is the part of the prayer in John 17. If you want to know the Lord's Prayer, this is the prayer the Lord prayed for us. And in the midst of this prayer, he's praying for you. He said, you live fully in me, and now I live fully in them so that they may experience perfect unity. Talk about unity between us and the Father. And the world will be convinced that you sent me, for they will see. Man, it's bringing me chills already. They will see who the world. They will see what? That you love each one of them with the same passionate love. That you have for me. God loves you the same as he loves Jesus. He loves you with a passion. Woo, man. Say, he loves me. Well, one could stay there. I like what Sandra McCollum, my friend, said. I used to think that love was the basics, the ABCs. Then I found out it's the whole gospel, A to Z. God does not bless you based on your performance. You know, I know some people, you know, they just sin all they want. They, you know, they're talking about they're under grace. And they sin all they want. Hold that thought. I don't care what they say. They're not under grace. People that live in sin, they're not under grace. I don't care what they say. They're under the law. So, <laughs> well, you got to qualify for God's blessings. You got to set yourself up. No, Jesus set you up. Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us. Who qualified us? The Father has qualified us because of Jesus. To be partakers of the inheritance. We have a, a great inheritance. Man, we got victory in every area of our life. Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly is because of Jesus. He qualified us. I don't have to qualify to be blessed. It's not because of my behavior. He doesn't bless you because of what you do. It's because of what Jesus has done. How many ways can I say it? I got to keep saying it because people are still trying to keep that law. You can't keep no law. You can't keep trying to live keeping the Ten Commandments. You might think you, you're keeping the law. You're not keeping the law. We're under a new covenant. Now, I'm not going to read all this goodness. Just jot it down. The scripture is just here for you to jot down. <laughs> Eye exam. <laughs> Can you read this small print on the Okay, so, so let me just summarize it for you. This tells you, if you ever want to know what the new covenant is, read this. Okay? He's going to put his laws in our hearts. He's going to write, us, write his laws, not his law. I talked about this last year. It didn't say law. I will put my laws in your heart. Law of faith. Law of love. Law of the spirit of life. They're written on our hearts by the Spirit of God, okay? Um, he said, all will know me from the least to the greatest. 
okay, our um, sins and iniquities, he remembers no more. He said, like, all's gonna, all going to know me, uh, and, oh, and I'll be their God. That means he'll be to you whatever you need him to be. <coughs> Thank you, Jesus. You need healing, I'll be your healer. See, you need, you need finances, I'll be your provision. Okay? So this is, this is the new covenant. And what, what makes all that possible is he will be merciful to our unrighteousness and, and their sins and lawless deeds I will remember no more. We are not under the law, number what? Uh-oh, here now we're getting people getting off now. Y'all getting sleepy now? <laughs> Indianapolis, y'all keeping up? You sport wearing people, I don't know about them sometimes. Okay. Number nine. What was eight? I don't know. It had to be, had to be we were under a new covenant. Okay. I'm not going to argue with y'all. We are, we are not under the law. Will y'all get this? Will y'all tell somebody we are not under the law? When are we going to believe the Bible? You know, well, they just, you know, somebody said we're still supposed to keep the law. Therefore, my brother, can y'all read? Just ask, you don't have to explain anything. He said, ask him, can you read? If you can't read, get somebody you have confidence in and have them read it to you. Therefore, my brethren, you are also have become what? I mean, how plain can you get? The dead to the law through the body of Christ. The law was our tutor to bring us to Christ. Once we're in Christ, we're no longer under the, 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 the tutor. Dead to the law, and you may be married to another. If you're flirting with the law, you're cheating on Jesus. Hello. The law gives strength to sin. I like in the gospel sketch notes, I don't know where it is here, but in this book, um, one of my favorite illustrations is when it, it, um, there's a gas can. Yeah, here it is. Preaching the law as fuel to sin. When the law is preached, pre see, preachers think that's going to keep people under control. But actually, you're preaching people out of control because the strength of sin is the law, 1 Corinthians 15, 56. So the word strength in the Greek is dunamis, dynamite power. When the law is preached, it's like putting fuel on the sin. Uh, it, 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 it stirs evil passions. Is what, if you go back to Romans 7. But we don't because I'm finishing this. <laughs> okay, so there's another great illustration in this book about the, uh, the devil. It's an image of the devil, and he's holding up a, uh, a nuclear weapon. He got a nuke. People a lot of talk about nu nuclear disarmament. The most dangerous weapon is the law. Now, I know that sounds strange. The law served its purpose. There's nothing wrong with the law. The problem was that we couldn't keep it. And it was only a temporary system until Jesus came. And, and, and here's what he did. Can y'all can read? I, I don't mean to be disrespectful, but... I'm not, I'm not talking to you, but I'm talking about people who listen to you, and this, this, you could preach this to people and, 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 and share this with people who try to keep this law, man. Okay, Jesus on the cross, he forgave you all, not some, all trespasses, having wiped out the handwriting of requirements. 613 laws. Ten of them were written by hand, the hand of God. He's talking about the 10 right now. 
but it also applies to the rest of us. Having wiped out the handwritings that was for us, the law was for us, right? Against us. And contrary to us, he took it out of the way. Dead to the law. All right? Now watch this. Where do I get that nuke from? I think it's the next verse. Having disarmed. Everybody say disarmed. Now you put this together. Verse 15. Just jot this down in your notes. Having disarmed principalities and powers. What do you mean disarmed them? The tool he had was the law. The strength of sin is the law. Jesus took the nuke out of his hand. And if you try to keep the law today, you rearming him. You're giving him the power to defeat you. Number what? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. I, I could spend a lot of time here, so I'm, I'm going to drop a bomb on you. The Holy Spirit, the Bible doesn't tell you that the Holy Spirit convicts you of sin. Oh, Lord, Lord, all right. He going, I, I was tracking with you, Pastor, but now you then went off. But I, I, I got to dispel a lot of these myths that the church has been telling. Here, here's where they get this from. There's only one sin that the Holy Spirit can fix up. Listen, let me tell you one thing. Do you want, would you want to hang around with somebody who always pointed out your faults? Heck No. Oh, you messed up again. <laughs> and then people look at the Holy Spirit as though like he, he, he um, is, is there to just see there. I told you. You need to stop it. Messed up again. Man, who wants to hang around with somebody like that? But the church is painting this picture. That God is angry, he's mad. Actually, God's full of joy. He's cheering you on. He, want, he wants you to succeed. He paid for you to succeed. He's happy. He who sits in the heaven laughs. He rejoices over you with singing. That's the picture we need to, image we need to have of God. He only, he doesn't convict of sins. He convicts of sin. He convicts the world of sin. Man, why you cut me off like that? I produce these notes myself. And I want you to see this because I want you to get it. Um, I should have read the, the, let me read the previous verse. Verse 8 and he said the helper is going to come and in verse 7. And when he has come, everybody say he. The Holy Spirit's not an it. He's a person. He will convict the world of sin. We're not the world. We used to be. But he only, and that's how we got saved, because he convicts the world of sin. Not sins, sin. And the only sin he convicts the world of, he tells us. So we don't have to leave it to somebody to interpret this. Of sin, because they do not believe in me. That's the only sin that, 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 that sends somebody to hell is not believing in Jesus. Now, here's what's not being taught properly. And of righteousness. 
he convicts us, now this is talking about the believer, of righteousness. He convicts the world of sin and of righteousness. Because, how do you know this talking about the believer? Watch this. Read. Because I go to my Father and you, not the world, you. Who is he talking to? His disciples. You. And you is us. So he convicts us of righteousness. He convicts me that I am the righteousness of God in Christ. Whew, I wish I could have some time to, to, to work with that. The Holy Spirit is called here the, the Spirit of Grace. See this? He's the Spirit of Grace. He's not the Spirit of Judgment, which leads us to prayer. Oh, I've got two minutes. Actually, i got more. We're good. Watch this. We're already in the presence of God. You can't get any closer to God than you already are. There's no steps to the presence of God. Jesus collapsed the steps. We're already in the presence of God. There's no steps. Well, I got, we got to really get in the presence. We got to work to get in the presence of God. We got to really get yourself... Mm, let's get in the We're going to get in there. By the time the service is over, we're going to get into the presence. No, no. When you, were, when you were brushing your teeth this morning, you was in the presence of God. You're not in the flesh, but in the spirit. You're in the spirit right now. When sleep's in your eyes, you're in the spirit. God so much in the grace, he calls his throne the throne of grace. Hebrews 4, 16. Okay. Number 12, God is a good God. He's not mean. He's a good God. God's goodness leads you to repentance. Not bad stuff. Now, some people can repent as a result of tragedy and catastrophe in their life, but God doesn't send catastrophe and tragedy. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. His intention is that you, like we, let's, tell, let's tell people how good God is, and that will lead people to repentance. That happened with Zacchaeus. Remember, when Jesus came to town, he was a short guy, and he skipped ahead to the next town so he can, he can get a glimpse of Jesus. He climbed up in the tree. And when Jesus came there, and he, was a, he, he worked for the IRS, and he was despised, cheating people out of their money. God didn't tell him how bad. If you want to know how, how the Father is, look at Jesus. If you don't believe me, follow Jesus around. Read Matthew, Mark, Luke, Luke and John. Did he go around pointing people? People's sins out? He sent the, the, the helper, the Holy Spirit, to take his place. To do what in his absence, what he would do if he were pers personally present with you. That's what the word another means when they said, I'll send another helper. Yeah. One just like me. Yeah. He didn't go around pointing out people's sin. That's what the religious people want to do. And they're still doing it today. And I'm shouting this from my housetop. And they're looking at me like I'm crazy. No, y'all crazy. This is the gospel. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. He's, man, look at Jesus. Look at what Jesus said. Zacchaeus, come on. He said, Z Zacchaeus, come on down. Salvation is coming to your house. Like, well, I'm, I'm coming to your crib. And so, and they were looking at him, man, don't he know what this man is? You know, people, religious people was, you know, talking sideways. But Jesus went to his crib. Guess what? He didn't point out nothing that he did wrong. What does Zacchaeus do? Hey, have my goods, I'm going to give to the poor. He started giving. You don't have to twist people's arm to give. Man, half my goods I give to the poor. If, if, if I take anything, I'm going to restore it to him four times. What happened? The goodness of God. 
led him to repentance. He borrowed Peter's boat to teach. Gave it back, gave it back to him. Man, and, and, and they, 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 he said, launch out into the deep. Let your net, let, let your net down for a catch. Man, they, they, they caught a, a net-breaking boat-sinking load of fish. What did Peter do? Got on his knees. He was a sinner, all right, but Jesus didn't point it out. He blessed him. What did Peter do? Depart from me, Lord, I'm a sinful man. And see, it's counterintuitive, see, because see, when, you, when you expose the grace, people don't, see, you know, there, there are people, quiet as it's kept. Everybody say, quiet as it's kept. Quiet. People don't want to be around grace churches when they're sinners. When the true gospels preach. Because when, when it shines a light on Jesus, you, you can't stay shacking. You, because, but it's not the Holy Spirit beating you over the head. You just know, you, you already know. Because your nature is not to be a homosexual. Not your nature. Not your nature to live in sin. Number, you see that? Goodness of God leads us to repentance, Romans 2, 4. 13, we're free from sin. Sin should not have dominion. See, people that say, I'm under grace. I can just sin all I want. Because when you're under grace, sin's not going to do dominate your life. See, because the more you're under grace... You'll get out of unhealthy relationships. You, you, I mean, you're dating somebody you shouldn't even be, you, you know, you shouldn't even be with. And they don't fit. You're around, you're uncomfortable. It doesn't fit. But the Holy Spirit's not beating you up. And I'm not, I'm not talking about pointing out people's sin. There's enough of that. I'm, I'm, talk, I'm talk, sharing the opposite with you. And we need to love people. Because, look, I'm not the Holy Spirit police. It's not my, neither are you. You just love people. They can be sleeping with nine people. But our job is to love them. And just trust the process. <laughs> Trust that, that, that God's goodness. When I mean, you tell people how good God is, think about it. He didn't point nothing out to Peter. Peter got on his knees and said, depart from me, Lord. I am a sinful man. Grace did that. Not pointing out his sin, but grace showed him a, a picture of a good God. He said, I don't, he's basically saying, I don't deserve it. Graduate, go to the head of the class. You just encountered undeserved, unmerited favor, and that'll cause you to change your mind. Uh-huh. Okay. Let me just throw these up. Thank you. Peace. We have peace with God. The gospel is also called the gospel of peace because we have peace with God. God is no longer angry with us. This is like the waters of Noah to me. That, 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 that. Okay, the gospel of peace. How beautiful. See, my feet, they're beautiful because I'm preaching to you the gospel of peace. Say, thanks, Pastor. Who brings glad tidings of good things. 
good things. I'm talking about good things, how good God is. Oh, you just sugarcoating the gospel. I ain't got to. It's sweeter than honey. You can't get no sweeter than this. God already made it sweet and sugarcoated it. Give me a break. This is like the waters of Noah to me. You see that rainbow in the cloud? See, it's a reminder. See, God swore that he'll no longer cover the earth. He said, what's like the waters of Noah? The same chapter just says, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Says, I will never be angry with you nor rebuke you. So when you see that rainbow, not just a reminder that God won't cover the earth with a flood again. It's also a reminder that God will never be angry with you. The mountains shall depart. The hills be removed, but my kindness shall not depart from you. Nor shall my covenant of peace be removed. Mm. Rest. Number. Y'all sleep yet? Rest. Come on, y'all can stay up. I, I got two hours of sleep last night. Rest. But I'm going to rest. There remains a rest for the people of God. He who has entered his rest has ceased from his own works. You cease working trying to please God. You cease working trying to get God to accept you. We work but we work knowing God's already pleased. We cease trying to work to please God. We know he's already pleased with us. We're accepted. Number what? 16, we're accepted. I'm about to finish. Okay, so we're accepted. This is my beloved son. Remember that? When Jesus was baptized, baptized by John in the river Jordan, the Spirit of God descended upon him like the voice from heaven came. said, this is my beloved son. As Jesus is, so are we. As Jesus is accepted, I'm accepted. I'm accepted in the beloved. Say, I'm beloved of God. There's no condemnation of those that are in Christ. God's not judging you guilty. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. That's number what? Eighteen. I don't know what you, y'all got the, I think it's 20 of them all together, I think, I don't know. I, we reign in life. Two things cause you to reign in life. Receiving the abundance of grace. Receive, lambano in the Greek. Lay hold of the abundance of grace, the gift of righteousness. Two things. Every day, lay hold of your righteousness in Christ. Above my coffee bar downstairs, I got written up there. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. Reminds me I'm righteous because of Jesus. And you'll reign in life. When you reign, sickness doesn't reign. When you reign, poverty doesn't reign. When you reign, depression doesn't reign. When you reign, bad relationships don't reign. Thank you, Jesus. Um, then lastly, last two, beware of mixture. 99% grace plus 1% law equals law. You try to keep the whole law, James says, but you're guilty. Um, you stumble in one point, you're guilty of all. First of all, you can't keep the law. Jesus took the law to the, I mean, people thought they, was, they, thought they were keeping it. They weren't keeping it. And Jesus, Jesus gave them, um, like when Jesus came, he, he ministered um, under the law, the covenant. They were under the, the old covenant still until Jesus went to the cross. So Jesus in that whole Sermon on the Mount, try keeping that. See, what Jesus was doing don't try to live according to the Sermon on the Mount. Otherwise, we're going to have amputation services. You got to pluck your eyes out and cut your limbs. Your eye cause you, 
No, that was literal. He meant what he said. See, what Jesus was doing, he, he gave him Moses 2.0. He, he, he raised the law to his pristine standard. He said, you say, thou shalt not commit adultery. I say to you, if you look at a woman with adultery in your heart, all right, okay, you're in danger of the judgment, see. Mm-hmm. See, this is not just talking about external stuff, talking about internal stuff. Who hadn't, who hadn't looked, who in here, don't, 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 don't say nothing. Who, who hadn't looked at a, a woman or a man? They said, hmm, I'd like to lay down, you know, don't say nothing. Well, I ain't never done, okay, what about this? Jesus said, okay, said, you've heard it said that thou shalt not murder. I say to you, whoever is angry with your brother is in danger of the judgment. Well, it says without a cause. That's the New King James. The more ancient, the older translation, look at it in the ESV, look at it in NIV which are taken from an earlier Greek, Greek manuscript. It don't include that. I think the translators got, you know, try to put, in a, put, put a little something in there to sweeten the pot. Lessen the blow. Mm -mm. If you're angry with your brother, you're in danger of the judgment. Who in this room has not been angry with somebody? in the last week. And keep going back as far as you want. And you'll be like them fellows that walked out when Jesus said that he does without sin cast the first stone. You'll be walking out the room. See, people be pointing this Lord, Lord at people, you know what? They got three, three fingers pointing back at them. It's interesting to me that that some that people want to point out your sins, they never point out their own. What about yours? When somebody said, you know, you know, Pastor Al's, blah, 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 Pastor Al's, is it, what about yours? You got any? Come on. It's self-righteousness, man. It's just so much of that. And uh, so, but we're a mixture. See, when you mix anything, in a, you mix any law with grace, it equals law. You got to keep the whole thing. Um, you talking about sin. Well, you know, we're supposed to stay away from sin. You talk about the, the biggie. You, when people are all day in sin, you, because you think sin is just one thing. You think it's just adultery. You think it's just fornication. You think it's more than that. In fact, Jesus said, no, or, or, no uh, Paul, he said, Whatever is not of faith. And y'all said, you know the Bible. I know y'all know that one. Why don't, you, why don't you bring that up? You can't cherry pick when it comes to the law. You can't, well, I keep this one, but I, eh, I don't keep that one. But that's good. Oh, if, 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 if you keep the whole law but stumble in one, have I hit your one yet? So just quit. Give up. Quit trying to keep it law. He that knows to do good, here's another one, and doesn't do it. I refuse to let anybody keep me under, under the law. What about you? See what I mean? People, they, they, they point and they... People are good at telling you all your stuff. Last one. The more Jesus is revealed to you, the more grace comes. I say this for last. He says you grow in grace. You're already close to God. Can't get no closer than in you. Well, I'm just trying to be closer to God. Whole books have been written about being close to God. See, this don't sell a whole lot of books because there'll only be one page. He's in you. Greater is he who is 
in you. He's not 100, you know, light years away. He's in you. Rest your hope fully upon the grace that is brought to you. Grace is coming to you. Revised standards say grace that is come, that coming, is coming to you. Grace, I like that. Coming. Say grace is coming to me. At the revelation of Jesus. The more I know about Jesus. I'm already close to him. I just need to grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And as I get, as I know him more, as I get more, as Jesus is unveiled to me more and more, grace just keeps coming. Of his fullness we have all received in grace upon grace, like waves coming in off the ocean. Grace upon grace upon grace. Thank you, Jesus. Every head bowed, every eye closed.